Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to The Clay Project. I'm your host as usual, Edwin Fair, and today I have got my good sis Francesca here and she's going to be sharing her clay story. Hey girl, hey! Oh, hey! <laughs> How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Girl, I'm good. A bit tired, but you know, I had some ice cream before this episode, so... Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Alrighty, so before we actually get into your story... I want to ask you a random question, just yeah. something to spice it up a little bit, get us thinking and whatnot. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so would you rather have a rewind button on your life or a pause button? Wow. I think maybe rewind to experience the good experiences again. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense to be fair. <laughs> Alrighty, so girl, whenever you're ready, let's know a bit about you. Okay, so my name's Francesca. I grew up as a church kid. My parents were pastoring in Southend and then we were there for about four years. Then we moved to Walthamstow, our mother church, for about Mm -hmm. a year, year and a half. And then we went on to West Bromwich. Oh, girl, and I mean, I'm near, I'm near West Brom now. (laughs) Okay. And then I was there for about, um, he was eight and a half years. And then from there, when I was 14, we moved to Naples, Italy, um, where my parents were missionaries uh, for seven and a half years. And then I've been back, um, here in London since 2015. Wow. Okay. So that's a lot of PK years, right? So I hear eight, I hear seven. How many years has it been since you've been a PK? I was born in it, so um, I'm now 27. So, okay, so all your life, wow, mm-hmm. veteran. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and what was that like? I enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. mean, to be honest, it's all that I ever knew. Mm-hmm. So Growing I didn't up, know anything else. We moved from around. It. I always wanted to do what's right. Being exposed to the truth from a very young age, I knew it was right, and mm-hmm. I wanted to be a Christian and be the best Christian that I could be. I think, obviously you still have to come to a point where you find your own salvation. Yeah. And I remember multiple times growing up where I would say the sinner's prayer and so on and so forth. But I think looking back, I think I, and it's some things that I'm starting to learn now that I have, I have a bit of a perfectionist mentality. Oh girl. And And so um, I found that I would view my life that way. Mm-hmm. And so every single imperfection that I ever saw wasn't necessarily anything bad. I mean, I just yeah. maybe one day I didn't pray or one day I didn't read the Bible. Yeah. And I would think, oh, I've messed it all up. Mm-hmm. I I think it was mainly from the teen years. I think I just remember beating myself up. I think mentally just not feeling that I was ever good enough to be a Christian because of that mentality. I just remember never feeling like I was ever good enough. I mean, no one is good enough, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I fast forward then to my late teens, early twenties. There was a point in my life where I backslid. My main friends weren't saved, mm-hmm. and I think where I was lacking in my confidence in who I was as, as a Christian, that yeah. my prayer life went out the window, my Bible reading mm-hmm. went out the window, and so eventually, as the Bible says, <laughs> um, bad company corrupts good morals, and yeah. I just remember thinking it could never touch me because I just don't, I never want to do wrong. I never. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think it eventually 
sort of, you know, kept in and I backslid. Backsliding isn't fun. I just remember just not enjoying any of it because I knew where I should be. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go to sleep at night without thinking, oh, yeah. wow, what if God comes back, you know? Oh, girl. <laughs> and so, um, so this lasted a little while, a few months, and then I was in England at a Halloween play and I just remember being like, I don't know what I'm doing. That's when I got saved and I was like, yeah, I can't do this no more. I need to live for God and do it properly. And I did. And honestly, it's, I know it sounds so cliche saying it's the best thing that you know <laughs> you can do in life, but it literally yeah. is. <laughs> um, and that was my real turning point of salvation. Never looked back since. <laughs> oh, wow. To all the drama people, please keep on doing all the drama. They <laughs> yes. clearly help. <laughs> they clearly help. Exactly. Yeah. For you, what would you say, maybe one or two things that you'd say, okay, these things have definitely changed in my life. So pre-salvation and then post-salvation. Pre-salvation, I just remember feeling so hopeless. And I think more than anything, it's just the wholeness of mm-hmm. being saved. We are created to live for God and I think you always have that gap with me it was just such a a hopelessness and emptiness Mm -hmm. and I think um I I don't really know how to explain it but it's just knowing that you're in the right place Mm -hmm. and I think now for me getting to know God is just incredible that God is incredible yeah (laughs) honestly getting to know the little things about God, I mean, not little things, but, you know, mm-hmm. just his character, how incredibly gracious, how kind, how caring he is. And like, I read this scripture, I think it was the other day. Um, it's a well-known scripture is mm-hmm. give all of your cares to God yeah, because he cares about what happens to you. Like, yeah. wait, wait, God actually cares about what's going to happen. Like, it's, oh, he's just, he, honestly, he's incredible. <laughs> it's, it's amazing like it's like oh little old me like one out of the seven billion I don't know how many are on yes um and yeah he does care if there's anyone in doubt he 100% does I mean he even he knows does. how many hairs we have on our heads and mm-hmm. that's a whole lot I don't even know how much hairs I have on my eyebrows so <laughs> Is <it> <laughs> <laughs> okay girl before you go I have yeah. a very important question to ask you you mentioned something about perfectionism tendencies and all of that and that's something I can relate to and I just wanted to Mm -hmm. find out from you if there was anything sort of advice or like tips or nuggets of wisdom that you could (laughs) give to anyone struggling with perfectionism tendencies things that prove to be hindrances with coming to know Christ and that kind of jazz I think for me it's really going back to the fact that no one's perfect and we aren't perfect and just not being so hard on yourself Mm -hmm. being a perfectionist is great in some areas I mean Mm -hmm. you try to do everything to your best ability but I think when it goes wrong Mm -hmm. that's where the problem will come in I think for me personally and that's where I tend to be quite hard on myself I think for me now dealing with it is just really giving yourself to God and being so open and honest to God Mm -hmm in your prayers and finding scripture yeah 
Thanks, girl, for sharing your story. I'm sure someone was blessed by it. You know, church kid or not, guys, this is an opportunity for you to actually turn to Jesus. And if you've backslidden or your perfectionism tendencies are getting in the way, drop me a DM at theclay.project on Instagram or send me an email at theclayproject.pod.gmail.com. And yeah, let's talk about things. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about people's journey with Christ. And hopefully you would want to start that journey as well. Until next time, see ya.